Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hitting the news you might have missed. It's Denton's Daily News. All right, Denton. <laughs> we got some breaking news. Tell everybody what it is. Yep, the breaking news is where we start, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. Former Commanders head coach Ron Rivera interviewing for the defensive coordinator position with the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, so let's start with this. Um, that pretty much locks in, doesn't it, that Sirianni's not going anywhere. Maybe that was reported while I was away uh, last end of last week. Um, I didn't see it if it was reported. But when you're hiring a defensive coordinator, um, it, you know, you're not hiring a defensive coordinator and then firing the head coach and hiring a new coach. Right. So what was that already determined, already reported last week that Sirianni was staying? It, it was never necessarily reported, but with the firing of the current defensive coordinator, it's just kind of been assumed that that's the case. Okay. Sean Desai being fired. Matt yes. Patricia, you know, um, took over and did not do a good job. So, 
You know, one um, on Wednesday of last week, Kime had the story uh, about Ron Rivera saying that he still wanted to coach, even if it was as a defensive coordinator. That surprised me. Um, and it it surprises me that he's interviewing for this position, and it'll surprise me if he ends up coaching in the league. And, and the reason is simple. I just thought it looked at times during last offseason and during this season as if the experience here in Washington, which was not easy for him, you know, we, we can sit here and talk about everything he did wrong and and all of that. And John had a really interesting interview with him. Uh, I'm told that it also had an interesting podcast uh, interview with Ron um, as well, where Ron tried to blame the media or talk about the sensitivity, his sensitivity to the media, which really backs up a lot of Ben's reporting about how sensitive he was to the criticism that he took um, in the in this town, which y- you just can't be a great head coach in a town that actually cares about your sport if you got big ears and if you're worried about how you're being portrayed. So naturally um, he clearly he's interviewing was. in but, Philadelphia. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. But, you know, he's not the head coach in Philadelphia. But still, it doesn't matter. They'll rip anybody. And they know who their coordinators are, uh, just like we do. But um, uh, but but they loved him in Philadelphia. You know, every Philadelphia person that we had, have had on the show during the Ron Rivera era here – um, you know, Merrill Reese in particular, the, the longtime voice uh, of the Eagles, all ever, you know, Reuben Frank, I can think of all of the different Philadelphia people. They all loved Rivera, just like everybody that's ever come in contact with him professionally and personally loves Ron Rivera. Um, you know, he was a part of the, you know, Andy Reid staff with Donovan McNabb and et cetera. But um, I just thought he looked checked out. I thought it looked like after four years in this environment where, you know, we've been through it a million times, but it was already toxic and then it got even more toxic and then the name changed and then, you know, the house got involved and it was one investigation after another and then he gets sick personally and the team isn't doing well and he's got COVID to deal with, you know. I mean, everything. Uh, Just the wrong time for a guy to be – taking his first coach-centric role. Um, it's certainly the wrong organization to be doing it in. And um, it just looked like he was exhausted and it had it. And the truth is, when he fired Del Rio and took over defensive coaching responsibilities and talked about how, boy, that was invigorating to a certain degree, he didn't do it very well. It's not like the defense got any better when he took it over. I mean, they got destroyed down this stretch. Um, I mean, it was one big number after another, 45 to the Dolphins, 30, the Jets scored 30 against Washington. They couldn't budge double digits against anybody else. Um, but, you know, uh, as just a football coach and maybe just one side of the football, maybe um, maybe it'll be a great – look, I don't wish him ill at all. I mean, I for what he had to put up through – put up with here and go through here. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of kudos to him as a, as a man. We've talked about that ad nauseum. So so no more. Uh, but this will be a surprise to me um, if he ends up becoming a defensive coordinator in the division twice. He will be scheming it up against our team. I bet you that has a lot to do with it. I bet the the, the idea of being able because one thing, two things Ron is, he's alpha male and he is competitive. 
And so the idea of being able to scheme it up against Ben Johnson and company um, twice a year probably would be uh, interesting. Was um, very interesting to read over the weekend just how disjointed uh, the Brian Johnson Jalen Hurts relationship was on the other side of the football. Um, he really missed Shane Steichen. Clearly, that offense did. Uh, so we'll see what happens to um, that side of the ball as well. I know Brian Johnson's actually interviewed for head coaching opportunities. Um, Ron Rivera, by the way, in that interview with with John, um, there was. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up right now. I just want to read the one. There were a couple of quotes that I found um, interesting, but the. Um, you know, he, he said that in hindsight, the coach-centric model really wasn't, you know, the way to go. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, Dan wanted to, to give that to me. and um, But on Sam Howell, he said, quote, I took a big gamble. Again, this is from the Kime Rivera interview. It didn't, this may be a little bit repetitive if you guys did this while I was away at the end of the week, but I want to just weigh in on it. Quote, I took a big gamble. I put a lot on Sam, and I probably shouldn't have put as much pressure on him, and I think that was probably one of the mistakes I made this year. He didn't deserve to have that put on him. He's a good young quarterback, has some talent and some ability, and I think that's something I should have backed off on. I should have kept emphasizing he was going to be the guy that got the first opportunity. Just phrasing it that way would have taken a lot of pressure off him, just kind of that he hadn't been anointed closed quote. Man, that is some revisionist uh, history and thinking on Ron Rivera's part. First of all, over and over again, and by the way, I think them emphasizing this point was actually true to a certain degree for a lot of the year, is that Sam's got big shoulders, Sam's resilient, he's competitive. It's the most impressive part of Sam is just how tough and resilient he is and how he is a fast learner and he never makes the same mistake twice and yada 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 and as far as you know putting all the pressure on him yeah that was a dumb thing to do early on but then there was a lot of waffling back and forth during the offseason going into training camp well you know he still has to earn it and Jacoby's going to have a chance and but yeah we we all nailed it and Ben was the first to nail it and that was that Ron Rivera, when the season in 22 ended with a thud, all right, ended with they couldn't beat the Giants, and then he starts Carson Wentz against Cleveland and doesn't know that they've been eliminated or could be eliminated from the playoffs after that loss to Cleveland later in the day. Uh, and then he takes this very okay performance, nothing special, uh, in a totally meaningless game, and he decides to ride the wave of 11 for 19 for 164 yards or whatever it was and talk about how he didn't know. Oh, my God, I told my wife on the ride home. Who knew Sam was go- so great? And he slapped you know, the off-season QB label one on him to deflect. you know. Um, and 
Now he's talking about that he probably shouldn't have done that. But then he backed off that at times, and then he said Sam can handle it, so whatever. Bottom line is when you when you, you finished the season that you finished last year, you made a bad decision on quarterback before the season started. You made a bad decision on quarterback in the biggest game of the year. You had a quarterback that performed just okay in a totally meaningless game. You say, we really messed up the end of the season and we are going full open competition, and we'll see what happens with the quarterback thing. They couldn't do anything other than, than, than Sam Howell, you know, and Jacoby Brissett because they had an ownership situation that wasn't going to allow them to spend big. Um, all right, so there it is. Your breaking news: Ron Rivera interviewing for the Eagles' open defensive coordinator. Position And by the way, multiple, Jeremy Fowler, multiple uh, people now reporting all of that. All right, what else do you got? Uh, quickly here, we might have to finish this on the other side of the break, but your Terps lose to Michigan State yesterday, 61-59. to It was a tough one. They real good fight in the second half, just couldn't put it away. Yeah, I, I was back uh, to watch the game. I did not watch the Northwestern game. Um, and let me just point out that Jameer Young had one of the great games in Maryland history. Uh, at Northwestern when he went for 36 and basically scored on almost every possession, including just a ridiculous three-pointer that gave him the lead late. Um, yesterday, it was not a great game for Jameer Young. He had too many turnovers. They, 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 this was amazing to me. They took a three-point lead after being down 15, Denton, and then in the last eight minutes and 26 seconds, shot seven times from the floor with no free-throw attempts. They only got seven shot attempts, and a couple of them were absolute prayers at the end of shot clock. Uh, They played great defensively, as they have at times for a lot of this year, and played well enough defensively to beat Michigan State, um, but they weren't anywhere near good enough offensively. Uh, They were disorganized at times offensively down the stretch. The turnover uh, rate was too high. I did not have a problem with Kevin Willard deciding with a seven-second clock differential, um, you know, shot clock and 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 game clock differential to play it out defensively down two rather than foul. They're a good free throw shooting team. He got uh, the perfect situation. They got a stop. They got a rebound by Jameer Young. That's even though he did not have a great day. That's the guy you want the ball to have the ball. Uh, I didn't have a problem with him not using a timeout, and he turned it over. Um, and the clock ran out, and they lost 61-59. Tough year for the Terps, no doubt. Uh, if they had come up with two games that were winnable against Northwestern and Michigan State, it would be a completely different story because they'd be 5-3 and three instead of 3-5 and five in the Big Ten. Um, but they, they are not an NCAA tournament team without just a massive run, which is going to be really hard to do. Um, tough loss for them yesterday against Michigan State. What else? Uh, we're up against one. But I got one more thing for you. We'll close the hour out with it. All right, we'll do that when we get back. Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980 and the Team980.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 